complete shit show. I am Turchin. With me is my co-host, the CEO, the faux godfather. It's Kieran Hayden, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> the faux godfather, yeah. Um, you know, I am a godfather. Yeah. And in fact, to my niece, I am the godfather. That's, that's it. Yeah. So. Well, you know, there you go. There um, you go. I take Godfather responsibilities <laughs> very serious, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Not you... once have I taken my niece, who I'm Godfather, to church. That's good. Yeah. That's once. Yeah. That's good. And I was at the church when I had the, the Godfather responsibilities. That's so, important. Yeah. I remember one time you meant to come to a church for a baptism. Yeah. And you got there once everyone decided to clap to end the, end the, the whole process. Yeah. But then again, another friend went to go unleash the devil in the toilet as uh-huh. well. So... <laughs> It was a bit. Uh... The point is, I I made it. You know, That's if this true. if this was a employee, you know, performance review <laughs> tick, I was there. Yeah, it, it, it's about the percentage of you. How much of the percentage were you there? No, no, for? this was a tick boxing uh, exercise, okay. not a percentage or quality tick. That's true, very yeah. much. I only say Godfather because this <laughs> and that. Uh, very exciting news for it, the show. It is we're very about exciting. to get a new co-host. <laughs> Can I do a drum roll, please? Hang on. You can tell you're the drummer of the group. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, my wife and I are pregnant with a little baby boy. We're 13 weeks. Woo! Very exciting. I'll keep everyone Yeah, Your super sperm is working. The super sperm is absolutely working. COVID babies, here we come. Uh, but yeah, February next year, uh, we will have a little baby uh, little baby Turch. Little baby Turch. So that might be a turbulent time for the show yeah, it, coming up. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. We'll try our best. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting one. I'm I feel like, like you'll want some peace and serenity. I feel like the podcast <laughs> is going to move to a new location as of next year. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we're already <laughs> looking for a bigger house, a bigger studio, uh-huh. a bigger working from home space for me, and a room for the child. Yeah. Is the important one there. As long as you're looked after, that's all I. That's you know. Oh, uh, well, I'm the, I'm the man in this relationship, so I'm I'm taking care of myself. Good, <laughs> as Good. usual, as the usual sort of situation in this. I'm taking care of everybody in the ether. Uh huh. That's uh-huh. very important. But it was very exciting to see. I've had we've had a whole bunch of scans already. It's very exciting to see what they can do with technology and scan a woman's womb and get a picture of a baby out. It's yeah. pretty fucking amazing. To be You're honest. showing me the pictures before. It's very fucking amazing. They can even do like heat maps and show blood moving through the body and the heart beating. And like, you could see the skeleton, mm-hmm. like you could see like the rib cage and the spine. Wow. And they're like, Oh, I'm just going to check like the, in the leg, like the femur. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to check uh, in the shin. It's got the front bone and the backbone. I'm like, Holy crap! They're counting all the fingers and toes already. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's that's pretty fucking amazing. I was talking to my mum. Yeah. Obviously, all the family knows now. And apparently, women, it was like twenty weeks were their first scan. Yeah. And that's like, you know, we had our first scan like. And they had se- to print the photo. Seven or eight. I mean, I mean, you can probably watch your baby with an iPhone app now. Yeah, oh, they sent they sent us like video and pictures and all that mm. sort of stuff via email. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty convenient. That's that much. <laughs> it was great because I could just pass it straight on to the, the family. <laughs> you know, here you go. No worries at all. Does your family have a group chat? Uh, n- well, um, no. Okay. My brother and my sister and I have a group chat. Don't have a well. We've got a group text, and we yeah, don't yeah, yeah. really text each other that often. 
It's enough to go, what are you getting, mum, for your birthday? Yeah, it's basically gifts. That is literally the message chain. And and my... Well, actually, we've got two chats. There's my brother wants to be included because, you know, my brother and his wife, he's like, no, like, you should contact me first before my wife because we're family. Yeah. So we do that, but then I also just send his wife, like, a message on the site because she actually responds. She's the one, yeah. Yeah. That's how she does the work. Yeah. Um, my see, Jess's family are all on social media, which makes it really easy to go, hey, everybody, we're pregnant. This is very exciting. Whereas my family are all still in the same age groups, mm-hmm. but are not on social media. So I have to individually text people. Tell you what, what a pain in the fucking ass. It, it is, isn't it? It, it, <laughs> even like my immediate Your bucks. Family. I was like, I was like three so people, sorry, yes. three people weren't on like the a group chat thing. And I was like. Ah, fuck. This is like, shit, I've got to remember that. Oh, it was the worst. <laughs> I, I just remember like, I was gonna, we were going to send out like an email like our friends have for a wedding and mum just goes, don't because there's old people and they don't know how to work the internet and they won't be able to RSVP. They'll call you and be like, oh, I'm coming, but this and <sighs> Just do the internet. Do the internet. Do the fine. internet, yeah. Oh, but that's okay. I'm t- enough talking about babies. I'll talk more about that when the time comes. Let's talk about things that's really annoyed me over this week. I'll tell you why. It's been a fucking hectic week. It's been a hectic week. It's been a stupid week. Uh-huh. Let's start with some sad news and some happy news. Okay. Do you, one of my favorite guitarists of all time is Buckethead. Mm-hmm. I don't think I talked about this last, no, ep- you didn't, uh, didn't. last episode. Buckethead put out a thing on his very recluse guy. Mm-hmm. And he's, but he's about to go back on. Yeah, there we go. That's there we go. Up. There it is. Buckethead, the elephant man's alarm clock. Great album. Yeah. Check that one out. This one's too. Crime Slunk Scenes, also really good. Uh, they're signed and numbered, which is pretty cool. Um, One of the things that happened, he posted on his website. He doesn't really connect with the, like, he doesn't do social media. It's just got a website. Mm-hmm. And he put up on his website that uh, a storage unit that he owns. Mm-hmm. All the stuff was stolen, including like 20, 15, 20 guitars, all this like memorabilia. Like, he's a big really? sports fan, like a big Michael Jordan fan. So, all this yeah. like memorabilia that he's collected over time, all stolen. All stolen, right. Uh, really sad. And the whole Buckethead community, can I just say, amazing. Mm-hmm. I just like, well, okay, first of all, uh, do you want one of our guitars for this upcoming Praxis tour? We'll just give it to you. You can use it. Until we find your guitars. Secondly, they're all we're all contacting the guitar brand Gibson to say, "Hey, make Buckethead another fucking guitar. Mm-hmm. He needs it, and reissue the Buckethead signature guitar because everyone fucking loves it." And thirdly, out of nowhere, this um this fan goes, "I bought a guitar from you not too long ago. It was like bought it for like ten, twelve k, something mm-hmm. like that." He goes. Just have it back. Just gave it back. Wow. So you can just do the tour. There you go. So Buckethead community, absolutely amazing. What a great community. Oh, it's it's so good. Like Buckethead's done so much for me as a musician. Mm-hmm. Let's put that to a side there. But you can just tell like people love him for what he does. He's he does you know, he's not about like the fame, the fortune, the sound. He's literally just about playing amazing guitar riffs, shredding like crazy, writing cool great songs. And just releasing it mm-hmm. pretty, very, very affordably and releases a lot of music. 
what a monster, what a monster player, big inspiration for me. Killer. So that's good, great news. That's great news. Great Not news. so good that, uh, you know, his warehouse storage facility lacks security well, and that people yeah. were able to break I, in. I hope, it get, I hope they get it back to him because I think he hasn't given detailed descriptions of what was stolen, but um, we have a feeling that some of like the prototypes of his mm. guitars were stolen. Some stuff when he was like in Guns N' Roses and and like yeah. pr- old Praxis stuff, like vintage guitars that he. I feel played. like, and I don't know, but I feel like the music community is sort of like so small that if people who stole it tried to sell it, mm. it would get back to him. It would get back to him. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. I think that's a really good. I've already found like this new his account on eBay that suddenly has some stuff mm-hmm. that we think might be his. Right, so we'll right. see. So we'll see in the future. But let's talk about music a little bit more. How about that? Actually, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about music a little bit more. Kieran, do you know the basic fundamentals of any sort of music stuff? I played piano when I was yeah. in primary school. So you know what a chord is? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. So a chord is like two or three. It's usually it's two or more notes played together at the same time. Let's just go back. There's like an A, a B, a C, bags or something. Was that an acronym? No, I no, remember. Yeah, like, yeah, if you play the individual right. notes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Not S. A chord is two things down yeah. together. Yeah. So like you can hear like play, like, you yeah. know, like big chunky chords. Yeah. And then the people sing on top. Like people yeah. play guitar, they strum all the strings and play the different chords. Yeah. And you sing on top of that sort of stuff. Now, they're the fundamental building blocks of music itself because that informs harmonies that's like one third of this like you know this overlapping thing like uh, what's it called like a a venn diagram Mm -hmm. it's three different things it's melody harmony and rhythm they're the three core fundamental parts of music and chords are one third of that like part of harmony because they influence um melody and they also, uh, and they, they get influenced by rhythm, mm-hmm. you know, so you can play a chord in different rhythms and that'll influence what, what the melody can be or what notes the melody can use. Chords are very fundamentally basic. If you look at a keyboard, you're next to a piano. I, I am next to a okay, keyboard. Okay, see yeah. the note, there's like uh, two black keys, ne- like they're the two. See the one, uh, one to the left of that, that's a C. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if you go two white notes to white keys up, one, two. That's an E, mm-hmm. and if you go two again, that's a G. If you play them all at the same time, yeah, those three, yeah, that is a C major chord. Aha, uh-huh. okay, easy, yeah, right. If you start on the D note, which is next to the C, yep, and then go two notes up, and then two notes up again, that is a D minor, right? Got it. Very yeah. basic thing. Yeah. But to change that to major, you change that third. That there the, is a second note, one note up but like onto the black key ah uh, got it and that makes you d major yeah right and you could do that across the board very easy to understand yeah yeah that's it easy. got it got it yeah. okay so when you're writing music and you can use that keyboard plug it into your computer play and the with this thing called midi mm-hmm. it takes the signal from that if like what notes it is and just plays it on the computer the very simplistic sort of thing. Most people can work that out. And you can even, you don't even have to have a, a keyboard. You mm-hmm. can use your, your, com- your computer keyboard or you can just type it in. Like you can just put like 
So basically, it's like code. Like a code. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Some people are trying to sell other people absolute rubbish. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to sell what they're calling MIDI chord packs. And what these are, now chords are like, like I said, fun, it's like trying to sell you the alphabet. Okay. Right? It's like, well. Well, I've, I've learned up to F, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, you go, okay. Oh, we're <laughs> going to sell you the alphabet and like potential ways of putting those letters together to make words. Like That's your like, GH. Yeah. And your, your PH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, okay, well. And your OUs. That, that's not really, you shouldn't be able to sell that. Yeah. That's just... I've already got the alphabet. It's, it's like a fundamental yeah, yeah, aspect, yeah. you know. So some people... I'm going to show you this video. and mm. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you why it's stupid as fuck. Oh, why it really actually made me really angry. So, so I basically you're saying some people are selling me... Basically, if I had to write the word feast, maybe they're selling me the F... Separately, you, yeah. the EA together and the ST. That's exactly what they're trying to sell. Whereas, so, really, I just want the whole word. Just write the whole word, or or the letters, or you want to know the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. To know, oh, I could put these letters together and that's a word. Mm -hmm. So let's have a look at this. I made this song in two minutes using my MIDI pack. So I wrote the lyrics and melody, had a vocalist sing it, and now I'm going to produce the track. Step one, get a phenomenal chord progression. I go into the pack here, look at the chord progression guide, scroll down so, to the top 20. So what he's done here, so this chord progression guide mm -hmm. is there are, you basically give like in a key, you give chords numbers, one to eight, one to, to seven, one to eight, mm -hmm. one to seven. And very common progressions of what most pop songs are made of. Remember the song Four Chords, uh, uh, Four Chords of Awesome by Axis of Awesome? And it was like, they were playing with one chord progression and they were singing like a whole bunch of songs. Okay. Over, like, uh, uh, I'll put it on. I'll see if I can find it. But uh, what Axis of Awesome, which is an Australian band, Australian comedy band did, they, they got this uh, four, four chords yeah. or with this one chord progression which uses four different chords and they were able to play like 20, 30 songs, you know? Here we go. Here we go. That's that chord yeah, progression, yeah. right? Same chords, just different melodies. Yeah, all right, I'm with you, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've got you now. Yep. So you could do that for all like all these. And there's a whole bunch of these chord progressions. Like in jazz, it's the two five one progression. In pop songs like one five six four. And you can do these for a whole bunch of them. Right? So all he's done there is he's put the most common things together and given it like a vibe. Mm -hmm. definition like you know emotional and all that sort of stuff and he's just gonna scroll like just choose random things and plonk those chords in right all right let's watch this 
and the first one is perfect. E minor, F, C, G, it's emotional and touching, and it'll fit well with this vocal. I'm gonna go into the ARPS folder here, A minor, F, C, G, and drag and drop, we'll do this one right here, number one, and let's listen to how this sounds. Lost my faith in you, you found me. I should've walked away, hidden path for me. This sounds already fantastic. And okay, no, it doesn't. And I'll tell you exactly why. This is like getting a IKEA piece of furniture <laughs> and going, you know what I do on the weekend? I'm a really good carpenter. You have no idea or any fundamental understanding of why you could put it together. Yes, you could put it together. But you have no fundamental idea of understanding of why they use that screw and how did they make that hole in the, in the product or why it goes together in the way it does? You know, not only that, let's just say you wanted to modify it. You wanted to add a drawer. You wanted to change something. You couldn't do it with this or you couldn't even add anything of flair that actually makes it your own mm -hmm. musically, artistically. Mm -hmm. This is a copy and paste sort of thing. This is like getting a backing track of a karaoke track and just singing do, different... And just singing yeah. a different melody over the top. <laughs> de de yeah. de de de. <laughs> you know, there's no... And what people... The fact that he's selling something like this, uh -huh. which is stocks, like, not even like a basic... Like, there's nothing there. It's nothing of actual value. Because what you're doing here is making your song sound exactly the same as anybody else's with any bait. Like, punk, okay, when you play guitar, is this why I hate mainstream radio? Yeah, because a lot of it is this sort of stuff here. Uh -huh. You can hear it, like yeah. it's like do do do. It's that one quote. Like, let's keep going here. The reasons why is because I actually recorded all of this MIDI right here on a grand piano, so it's high quality. When you put it on a virtual piano, it's gonna sound real. It's not gonna sound digital. I'm going to That's not how, that's not how it works out. at all. And now it's time to add some more <laughs> instruments to our production. Start playing and hearing how this sounds. Yeah, but it's got the cell technique right. Yeah. It has that nice real sound to it. And look how fast we're arranging this song. Like I we're not you, arranging the song. Minutes. What uh, you're doing the bass is, here, let's just look. It, one of the things that's happening with modern pop music now is that they get a chord progression and they just, the chorus is the same chords as the, the verse. Bohem Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Continuously changes. Key. That is a great song. Has multiple layers. Okay, but even think of like... But I don't know. That song, I'm like, I'm on the journey. Yes. With this song here... Modern pop songs, I never feel like I'm on a journey. You know, if I, if I had all the music equipment set up like, and I could play it for you, what you would hear is with these sort of progressions, like that progression anyway, think of like... A car commercial and it's like do 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 like that's like you know performance mm -hmm. racing. So basically, basically, it's like an airline pilot yeah. who basically flies his pilot and just uses like autopilot and the basic you know maneuvers, which probably is used ninety eight percent of the time. Yes, but the moment they actually have to take control of the aircraft and actually yeah. land it and do all this other shit, if the pilot just had MIDI, yeah. Would have no fucking idea what to no, do. Would, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Think of this: like when you're creating music. Mm -hmm. Yes, the the creative part of music is either the I don't know why this works, but it does, 
but I do it myself. Mm -hmm. Or I have a very good knowledge of how things work and I can manipulate things using that knowledge. What this is, is how much, have you ever done any coding or any any coding? Yeah, a little bit of coding. Okay. Uh, Music knowledge theory, all that sort of stuff is like uh, C++, really advanced. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like someone who's taught himself guitar and can play some stuff and knows like how chords are is like one step down from that. And this is like Fisher Price. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of Jack Johnson? He's okay. Because I I heard he he learnt to play guitar when he was in hospital. That's great. Yeah. So. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter how you learn guitar. Like you, like someone will go, oh, he's he's self taught. Great. Can he play? Can he play in a band? What can he do? Mm -hmm. You know, I I've had twenty, ten years of lessons and twelve years is like doing things on my own, playing in bands, arranging, knowing no, mu- music notation, understanding the theory behind what I do. So when I talk to musicians, they're either like, yeah, we, we can communicate very well. Or people who don't have those skills go, no, 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 we don't like him because it's too, like, it's intimidating. You know, and I've been intimidated many a time when it comes to music. So, God, that guy's really good. Like our friend Ben Stavala. Oh, yeah. Genius. Yeah. Freak. And he's made, oh, he plays keys. He's playing with Tones and I at the moment. He's a freak as well. And I can't keep up with those guys. They're way too, like, even our friend Nick, way too good for me. Right? Um, But there's other guys. It's just like, I've played in bands and I'm like, are we, what, what key are we in? Oh, well, it's an A chord. Okay, A chord, A major, A minor. Let's get that basic fundamental down. And then, okay, yeah, that's great. But A, A is in like many keys. <laughs> what are we talking about here? What should I be doing? And that fundamental not understanding of certain things makes it very hard to communicate. And I can't think of like an example in a like yeah, but for the fifteen-year-old who's going to buy that package off him, it's going to be a genius. But it's so expensive for what it is. When he could probably get those packs. Yeah. This is the next bit. Yeah. You could probably get those packs for free somewhere. Mm-hmm. Someone's probably made MIDI chords, or it's easy enough just to go online and say, "How do I make a chord?" And someone show you. And yeah. You don't right. Have to spend any money. Yeah. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Oh my goodness! All right, what's more rants? I got so much to rant about. Sorry, this is just I'm gonna let it all out today. <laughs> this is a, this is a, we should call this therapy with Kieran. Um, uh, shut up for a second. Yeah, go for it. I, yeah. I've got a I've got a slight rant, a mini rant. Please. Um, I told you, they've dug up my street that I live in. Mm. They they chopped all the ch- trees down. Did I ever tell you? Did I can't come in here and complain about how the councillors wanted to have coffee with us to talk to discuss our trees no ah well a couple of months ago we were invited to have <laughs> down. Who gives a fuck? coffee with the counselor on the street there was a coffee van that to have coffee yeah yeah okay okay um i didn't know because no one in our household actually goes out to the letterbox to get letters right because we hardly get letters all right so that was sitting in there and then on the day i was like why are there people on the street Who's that person? You know what? I'm not going to go out into the street. 
and talk to weirdos. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then all of a sudden the trees get cut down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, well, you know, anyway. And um, then roadworks start. Yes. And the counts, the, the people are digging up the, the, the what do you call it, the concrete yeah, curbs, yeah. and they're redoing them. And by the way, so I was like, oh, this is a fucking piece of shit. Like, fuck this. We've got to park on the road, can't park in our driveways. But that was me two days ago, Church. Mm-hmm. But watching these 60-year-olds <laughs> pour concrete uh, yeah. and curb and the appreciation and the quality of their craftsmanship yep. is so fucking nice to watch. It's amazing, isn't it? And I'm now like, I'm like, I, I fucking caught myself staring at concrete for 30 minutes today, you drinking are, a cup of coffee. You are becoming. And, and I was at the window, I made my coffee, <laughs> and then you know what? I was like, oh, fuck this, I'm going to go outside. And I stood there for 20 minutes <laughs> staring at fucking concrete. Do you remember when I said, I uh, and I said, oh, I've been watching like videos of a guy mowing a lawn on, on YouTube. And you're a fucking idiot. You are way past that. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least the car, like the garden, is like fresh. It's like you can like feel like. But I'm never gonna see fresh concrete like this ever again, Turch. Oh. And then I was like, and I was like, I feel like you should have been Italian. There's <laughs> some things you say. I like salami. I like pouring concrete. I'm like, you are in the wrong fucking industry. I mate. need to be an honorary Italian. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Dad can give you a little blessing, a sign of a cross. You know, he's, <laughs> he's a fob. It's okay. Um. Oh. So anyway, there you go. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Um, I'm very happy for you, Kieran. I know you are a meat man. Uh, yeah. You love a good steak. Uh huh. Right. I think I found a product that might be the most useless product uh-huh. I've ever seen, yeah. and it brings up a whole bunch of questions about. Do does this need to be digital? Oh. Are you ready to see this? Okay. Oh, is this a Bluetooth thermometer? Yeah. No, it it definitely needs to be fucking invented. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I am all across the Bluetooth thermometer. Look at this. So it, it, it it tells you when it's ready to be cooked. Church, you're in. I'm in. I'm already in. I'm in. Church, yeah. I'm already well ahead of you on this. <laughs> oh my goodness. I saw this. And I think there's lots of like, like the washing machine that tells me like when the washing machine's done. It's like, no, it, it tells you. It goes, boo, 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 boo. It's like, yeah. okay, you're done. No, no. When you're, when you're, when you're slow cooking like meat on the, you know, smoking meat and all of that. Yeah. Because there's, there's so many variables, like how hot it is, the, the size of the meat, like, um, is the, how, yeah. Can you get it to temperature? Um, especially if you're using like wood fire. Yeah. Because that's actually much harder to control. So some of the cooks can, like a brisket, might take 12 hours, could take 14 or 15 mm-hmm. to get it to like its temperature. So this is where the Bluetooth thermometer comes in. So, but I think the leaving... Have I used it for steak inside? Yes, I have. I've also used it for that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You should just know. You'll just go, yeah. You just sort of. I think I was making zucchini fritters recently. Mm-hmm. I love zucchini fritters, especially yeah. with salmon. Like it's a good yeah. pairing, and I make like the fresh tzatziki as well. Mm, it's great. To, it's a great sort of setup. And Jess go once goes to me. Oh, I'll make the zucchini fritters. Okay, 
and she's grating the zucchini. She goes, oh, how much, like, um, onion do you put in there? And I go, well, it depends on how much zucchini I have. And she's oh, okay. I'm like, I'll just put, like, a, a whole, a half an onion. And then she goes, oh, but, and so she puts the two eggs in. Yeah. She goes, oh, how much flour do I put to thicken it up? And I go, oh, I just sort of, like, it just depends. Like, how much zucchini you had, how big the eggs were. How much water's in the onion? You know, I just sort of do it until I feel like the consistency is right. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, well, give me a measurement. Like, I don't know. I just sort of pour it in. She goes, now I... And then she finally did it. And she's cooking up the zucchini for this. And she goes, you know what? With your instructions of like, when you feel like the consistency feels thick enough. Yeah. I knew once I started to do it I, and I, adding the flour, I understood exactly what you meant. And I go, how much flour did she put? She goes, I don't know. I just sort of just put it. <laughs> I think cooking is meant to be like that. There's this nat- like this. It takes a little bit of time to develop it, but that feel that you get when mm-hmm. you do stuff like that, I think that's the that's story. Sorry, that's almost that's- that story you told like four years ago on the podcast. It's like your your uncle or whatever telling, go this way, go this way. Yeah, uh, no, giving no, instructions no, on no, the phone. Go, mm, go, like go, that. Mm, all mm, right, yeah. all right. I'm here. What the fuck? Yeah, but it's it's cooking is a lot of feeling and i feel like that even with the meat having you know having all these devices oh no bluetooth bluetooth of a thermometer especially for you thermometer but the bluetooth aspect of it i'm like oh my now i have to charge my thermometer that's where i'm (laughs) going with that all these things i haven't charged what bluetooth speakers don't work you know kids kids these days gotta grow up like like wait we did stuff without charging devices yeah i know yeah i know they're always like, let's save the earth, let's save the earth, let's save the earth, and then we build like uh, uh, what, what, what I really like lithium batteries. Bar- barbecue competitions like have old school rules. Yeah, where you can't use the Bluetooth. Yeah, good. Thermometer. like that. That's what that I is... mean. It's like that's the art form within. Yeah. You know, you know those mini packs mm-hmm. is like getting someone else to put the, the, the <laughs> thermometer in there for you. Whereas that old school guy goes, I don't need that shit. Like, I know. I know what sounds good. I know what feels good. No one's going to taste good. It's the heart. It's the soul. That's the... Oh, oh by the way, I forgot to mention this. My housemates had the salami. Both of them. But yeah. without... I didn't even say anything. Both of them yeah. go, these don't taste right. There's something to do with the moon. <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, they, it, you know, it wasn't cooked. Well, it wasn't yeah. prepared. Well, when I the made, moon I, was I made right, another seventeen kilos and they, with the grandparents, and so. they they could pick it straight away, church. Well, you know, look. Next so time, we're looking forward to more when the moon when is the moon's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe you're into the like into the goddamn the goddamn meat thermometer in the in the in the oven uh, in in the Bluetooth. That's a, what, actually very frustrating. I don't know why. That's more frustrating to me. No, when you want a good quality steak. Do you ever cook a tomahawk steak? I haven't cooked a tomahawk steak. Right, that's anymore. a big fuck off steak. Yeah. Now I'm not spending fucking like forty bucks on a tomahawk steak to to go. If I want a tomahawk steak, I would just go out because I I'm not prepared. Uh, that way, I'm paying someone else. But I don't need to pay someone else. I can do it, and I can make sure internally yeah. it gets to the right temperature. But if I pay someone else to do it, if it doesn't taste right, I can go go the fuck back. And, and it's get a me delicious piece of fuck, steak. If I fuck it up, that's it. It's all over. It's yeah. like, I won't make. Would you 
cook lobster? My, I, I wouldn't. think I cook better steak than where I go out to eat steak. Well, you should go to a better steak place. I, I've been to the Mead and Wine Co. and my steak was far better. Yeah, they're, 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 they're right. like in the mid, 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 mid route here. So, would I cook lobster? No. Yeah. I, I've, I don't feel comfortable cooking See? lobster. yeah. So, I would let the professionals cook yeah. lobster for me. That's right. But I fucking nail a good steak, too. Oh, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I've had your steak before. It's pretty good, really goddamn good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's a, it's fucking delicious. One day I'm going to open up a fucking steakhouse, you know? Well, Barbecue joint. Get out of your, your psychology yeah. stuff and put it towards a, a culinary chefing <laughs> co- course or whatever you want to do. Oh, and you can do two things at once. You cook at night, yeah. psychology during the day. How are you feeling? Pretty shit. You want a steak? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Treatment over. Do you have another? You've got lots of rants. What uh, are these rants, Church? I got, I got this one here. Okay, I'm going to show you a video. Okay. You know when women go, oh, I felt really threatened in the world, like, mm-hmm. you know, walking to my car in the dark. So what I did was I got my keys mm-hmm. and I did like a Wolverine thing. Mm-hmm. And in your head, you, you know, <laughs> you go to yourself, well, if you punch someone with those keys, you're going to hurt yourself more than the <laughs> person, right? There's lots of these things out there across the world that people seem to think is a good thing like that for mm-hmm. people's safety. And then they make videos and stuff about it. Uh-huh. And you watch it and you go, God, you're more retarded than I thought you were. Uh-huh. You know, it's not even like I was only acting retarded. It's like, no, you are physically, mentally, emotionally. And here's one for you. This one is about. Hair. Sorry, by the way, that is that is a perfectly good piece it's of meat, and they've used a the thermometer. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a, this is a video I found, and it's about teaching children hand signals when they're in distressing situations. Okay, but because I I was taught if a stranger ever like grabbed me, yeah, to scream, yeah, to kick them in the nuts, yeah, because of course it would never be female, and then to fucking run, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Keep it very simple. Scream, kick, run. Yeah. You know, go find a police officer. Find, remember those neighborhood wa- like neighborhood watch, like yeah, houses, yeah, like safe streets, something like that. That was a bit, you know. Yeah. Here's a video here. You're gonna like this one, I think. Um, we're gonna talk about it. We'll describe it as it goes through. So here we here we go here. Okay. So what you're seeing is here is a is a as an adult man in a hoodie, basically dressed like I am now with a hoodie and a track pants and shoes. And you've got this little kid with it, right? So this little kid here is about to do something. So she, they're walking past this woman with the pram and in, out of her hand, the little baby knocks out like the sippy cup. Yeah, wait. The, the lady in the pram had the sippy cup. The lady in the pram had the sippy yeah, cup. Yeah. The little girl walking with knocks the man. Knocks the sippy cup out the of the... Cup. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the lady picks up the sippy cup. Mm-hmm. Easy. But she sees something. You can see there, right? Mm-hmm. What does she see? See that? All right. So the little kid has the hand behind their back. One hand. Yeah. And is it's sort, sort of like, like one hand it's clapping. It's like opening and closing the yeah. hand. Okay. So apparently that is the... <laughs> according to the description of this video, that is the universal sign... Of, I'm in distress. That is also the universal sign of, can one hand clap? Yeah, one hand yeah. clap, yeah. 
And so this woman here, this this woman that dropped, like, got the sippy cup there, is now going to go up to this man. <laughs> Say she's calling the cops and takes the child. Okay? Okay. It's another thing. It's very similar. Like, she drops it out. The woman sees it. The hand's there. Like, you know? You know, every fucking kid would do that if they were in tra- if their parents were like, "Hey, Dad, can I have some candy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I'm in distress. Yeah. Hey, we'll, see, we'll see one more. We'll see one more. Here we go. So this per- this woman dropped the toy, and now is doing this. See, and now the little girl notices and tells her mum, and the mum is gonna run up to the man. You know, if 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 they did that, if they did that in real life and like showed to the bad guy my phone calling the cops, he's gonna fucking knock it out of their hands. So let's go through everything that's wrong with this. It is so wrong. Okay, let's start with the exact thing that you just said. If a man is trying to commit a crime, Uh and one is take children or take a woman or whatever it is, and a female who's uh-huh. physically smaller, weaker, <laughs> and comes up to him. Probably in hills as well. So well, the running. Even if, even if not, even if not, I'm mm. not even going to go the sexist route like you are. <laughs> I'm just going to go. The- <laughs> I'm just going to go the physical nature of men and women, right? Uh-huh. And she, exactly right. Takes pulls the child away. Who? If you get involved physically at that point, there you're taking the ch- you're you're now kidnapping. Yeah, <laughs> let's put that. Let's, let's step one. How can you call the cop? Hi, I've just kidnapped a child. Okay, let's start there. And he goes to the cops. If I was with my niece or nephew and someone grabbed them, I would turn around and fucking punch the person oh, in the face. I was gonna say, yeah. man, woman, or child, you would be like, "What the fuck are you doing? That's my child. Yeah. What have you to write?" And then that, this is where the goal comes in. Your child was doing <laughs> this behind its back. Yeah. So it must mean it's in distress. Okay, so let's go back. Now we've got to go, okay, now you need to teach your child that only do this if someone's kidnapping you or you're in distress. Right? So how old was that child? Three? Three. Okay. I'm going to put it out there. A child at the age of three. I can tell you what, a child kidnapper is going to look so sweet and yeah, caring. Yeah, it's going to look like an And uncle. have candy. <laughs> that the kid's like... not going to think they're no, in distress. That's right. Yeah. So the ch- child's going to know that, yes, it is actually in distress. It's going to be in distress with its fucking parents telling them no. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many things wrong. Like, it's just like, what, what the fuck is going on? Who thinks like, yes, teach your child how to do this or women how to do this. So then you've got to teach your child when it's in distress to knock something out of some other person's hand. Secretly, without the <laughs> without the kidnapper knowing, do the signal, and when that person takes them away from the kidnapper, not to scream and yell. And yet, very simply, when we started this conversation, you said, "Scream, kick balls, run." Yeah. Actual advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to see more of it? Or, or bite. Or bite. Attack in a way that's going to in- incapacitate someone. If I saw a kid bite and kick and then run away, I'd be like, that guy's a bit sus, or that woman's a bit sus. Yeah. Do you want to see more of this? Look at these. Or, or I'd probably also go, oh, potential another client. 
<laughs> Better go introduce myself. Yeah, like, Hello. <laughs> Here we go. Look at this one. So this woman, this woman just dropped. Like that obviously is. A, yeah, because look at the way he's holding her neck. Yeah. You know, and again, like I'm gonna oh, call the cops. I've got, uh, so two women and a baby are gonna stop this man. Yeah, I'm pushing. You know, same sort of thing. Oh, I tap something out of your hand. I feel like this is in America. They would just pull out a gun. I think, yeah, especially yeah. In, in the mall, like here. Yeah. Okay. So that little woman could push that man out of the way. See, maybe here. Except that guy, like that guy, would just be like, "Bitch, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. Yeah. This is just. This is. Where did you find this? <laughs> Okay. What kind of fucked up parenting side is this? I don't know. It's a, it, like this. So this one here is a woman leaves her child in a one bedroom room in a hotel and says not to open the door. And the kid, the first thing he does is open the door. What what adult leaves their <laughs> five year old child, four year old child in a hotel room? Now I would be very happy leaving my twelve year old's uh, nephew. Yeah. Because he wouldn't open the door because it would be on a fucking iPad. Yeah. Gaming. And it would be like, do I get up? No, mum and dad have the keys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fuck let me in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, keep playing on my iPad. He'd probably have his headphones in and not even realize the door was being uh, exactly yeah. right. So I don't know why people think that this is a good thing. Um, and there's gonna be more of these videos out there. There's gonna be some weird subculture, I'm sure, of like women giving other women really bad advice like this. <laughs> Cause that's what it is. Like that's like when people go. Oh. I remember Jess, uh, like not, not Jess, but I had like um, a female friend say, "Oh, if I ever get danger, I put the like, the keys in in between." And I'm like, "Don't do like you can't one you don't know how to punch. Two, you're not very strong. If you punch someone, it's not going to hurt. A kick in the balls, as you said, and scream, and mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Finally, if you do punch him." Or, or her, whatever, anywhere, you're gonna, like, your hand is gonna And punching is, punching is more about technique. Yeah, exactly as right. Well. That's what I mean. The first thing is you don't know how to punch. Yeah. So yeah. whether you have brass knuckles in a set of keys... I've only learned, I've only done a little bit of boxing. Yeah. Not a lot of boxing. And I'm already fucking terrified of, oh, wow, if I was ever up against someone who actually knows yes. what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Like I've, I know how I've seen, I know how fucked I've, I am. I've seen so many men and women go, "Oh, I'm gonna punch you," and put their thumb underneath their fingers like that. Yeah, and you're like, "You're gonna break your thumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's not even gonna hurt me." Yeah, and you're gonna break your thumb. You're gonna keep it out. You're gonna keep. You want to just hit with the, the like you know more of the knuckles, mm-hmm. not the, <laughs> not with your thumb underneath. You're just gonna go bang and break your thumb. thumb yeah. And this is just, even how to kick. It's so hard. Yeah. Like properly kicking, like a like a side kick or like I know my brother did Taekwondo for like uh-huh. eight years. He was a black belt. And he'd be like, Oh, this is how you kick. I'm like, fuck, that's actually re- like to get proper power, proper technique. I think, isn't it balls the ball of your foot as well if you're doing like a forward kick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to use the heel as much as you can, because yeah. that's yeah. that's really the powerful point, you know? Or if you're doing a roundhouse kick, you really want to hit like the, mm. the top of your foot, like you would be kicking like a, a soccer ball. It's it's it actually there's technique involved in these things. Nature the balls not so much technique, very effective. Get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know where I keep finding these videos in, but I'll keep bringing this weird stuff in. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, weird, weird subcultures. Yeah. Um, look, church. Half the population have to be a hundred on the IQ test. It's That's just, true. It's just how it is. Uh, I've got an article here. Please. Can turtles really breathe through their butts? This is quality journalism. <laughs> it's quality science. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how you define breathe and butts. Yeah. Um. Everyone knows basically most mammals yeah. breathe through their mouth and nose. Correct. Frogs can breathe through their skin. But what about turtles? Turtles? Are they considered amphibians? No. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're, they lay eggs. Yeah. And they don't breastfeed, so they can't be any mammals. Turtles do not breathe through their dirties. The what? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's because turtles don't really, um, they don't really have butts. Instead, they have a multi-purpose opening known <laughs> as a cloaker, which is used for sexual reproduction and egg laying, as well as for expelling waste. So it's, I guess it's like a penis that lays eggs. And shits. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. it, it pisses, it shits, it, it, well, it doesn't come, I guess. And it's the same. Well, it does come. Yeah. It's all the one hole. Well, it depends on the, the, the gender, obviously. Yeah. Uh, imagine breathing through your asshole. Well, that would be very smelly. Yeah, it would be very smelly. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have any scent like smell sense there. They I do. Well, I hope not. <laughs> but would you have taste? Oh, I fucking hope not. <laughs> well, turtles, turtles eat at the front of the. the That's true. This don't... is just an expel. This yeah. is just a duct. Yeah. This is just a pipe. <laughs> it's just piping, and it's got like a, a lever that goes forward and back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's really good. So this, the uh, the plumbing, I guess, uh-huh. would have to have like it's not like duff. It's like duff light, duff dry. <laughs> goes into, you know, but the other way around, you know, it's 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 as a poop shoot, there's a pee shoot, there's a cum shoot, there's an egg shoot, uh-huh. and they're all going into the same hole. The same, yeah. That's, it's like the muffler. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just expelling it that way or receiving, mm-hmm. I guess. Because that would have to also lead to, if it's the female, like the, well, I don't even know. Does do you, does the male sperm fertilize the e- eggs? I don't know. I feel like we need to get like a turtle expert. <laughs> Very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to admit, I don't know, I don't know enough that. about turtle anatomy. I just learned a lot about <laughs> the female one, let alone the... <laughs> <laughs> Let alone the, the the egg repository of the the turtle, mm. and is it the same as the tortoise? Mm. That's the that's wow. The, that's the additional question we've got here. That is a good question. <laughs> I don't know. If you do know, send us a, an email at we only do one take podcast at gmail dot com. Very interesting. Mm. Very interesting questions there. You got any more news? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Um. <laughs> continuing on this theme, man who hasn't stopped farting for five years. Sue's food stall for 200,000k over ham roll. I did see this, but I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more. A dad is suing a food stall for 200,000 pounds as he claims he hasn't stopped farting since eating a ham sandwich five years ago. Tyrone, who is 46, (laughs) bought the sandwich in December 2017 during the visit to Birmingham 
Christmas market with his wife and kids. His lawyers told the high court that he suffered stomach cramps, fever, vomiting, and diarrhea within hours of eating it. He claims to have been bedridden for five weeks with salmonella. The lawyer added that uh, Tyrone has had regular and uncontrollable flatulence ever since, embarrassing him in public and waking him up at night. So, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's got a receipt for this then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the first thing I would go to is, okay, well, you need to prove that you actually purchased it. Yeah, but hang on. the uh, I just love the fucking lawyer speak. <laughs> his yeah. lawyer told the court that his stomach continued to make awkward rumbling noises after the illness subsided. The claimant continues to suffer from excessive flexulence which causes him a great deal of embarrassment. <laughs> the symptoms are primary, 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 primary yeah. fatigue and altered bowel function associated with churning within his abdomen and flexuance. The claimant's stomach continues to make frequent churning noises to the extent his sleep can become disturbed. The extent of the symptoms has been life-changing. So this is from a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here. Yeah. Your body is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Like the liver like purifies things. The kidneys, like, you know, helps all that sort of stuff as well. And the, and the stomach and your insides, like, really do a really good job of flushing out. It'd be amazing if he was just, like, gluten intolerant or something. I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> I think maybe we should, like, there should be a holistic look at his diet. <laughs> and maybe, like, the first thing is he's gluten intolerant or he's developed this. Or maybe he's drinking milk and he's lactose intolerant, you know, and he's drinking, like, a liter of milk a day and he just doesn't notice. That's why he feels really bad at bedtime because it's, up, like, it builds up over time. The morning, not too bad or he does a big shit and it's fine. Mm-hmm. There might be other factors than a potential ham sandwich from a Christmas market. <laughs> I feel like ago. it would have gone a lot, five years. It would have flushed out. You wouldn't think after like a two weeks, unless he's not pooing. And if he's not pooing, he should be dead mm-hmm. at that point in time. Oh, I'm amazed. It's good though. He's got a lawyer in and it, this is like a uh, Seinfeld, this- Jackie Childs. Like- I think this is a lawyer's field day. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Let's do it. Last last case. Yeah. Last case. That's why his lawyer speak is so fantastic. He's like, I'm going to end on it a real big high or the stupidest thing I've ever done. It's going to be a great way to go. Great way to go. What do you have for us, Titch? I've never... More than ever, mm-hmm. Hollywood is more out of touch with the normal person. If you, if you really I feel like Hollywood has always been out of touch with the average person. I know, but now... The, I think with the advent of social media, there's a very big... People are really be able to see it like, mm. a lot. It's mm. like, these people are fucking insane. So let's talk about two. I'm only going to talk about um, these two articles because these both came up in the last week. And they both just happen to be about women. But I'm sure there's hundreds of other articles about men. Excellent. But with women in Hollywood, it's always like, oh, women don't get paid enough in Hollywood. All that sort of stuff. Okay, so we're going to talk about Marco Robbie. And I think she, you know, she's Australian as mm-hmm. well, which is great. Uh, and she, I think she got paid, like, she's the 16th highest paid actor, actor, just in general. So, like, you know, in the world. So, uh, doing pretty well. Very well. Very like, well. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about actors and actresses everywhere, she is the 0.00. 000 I was going to say, a lot of actors and actresses are earning nothing. Zero, zero, working 1%, at Starbucks. 1% of, yeah. of, of wealth 
in Hollywood. Mm. And as is the next person. And so they've released... Margot Robbie's salary for the new film Barbie she's in mm-hmm. has leaked. And she's now the highest paid actress in Hollywood. Uh, she got paid eighteen, uh, $12.5 million, $18 million Australian, to play uh, Barbie in this new movie. And apparently... Um, this is not... I was trying to find the other article. But there was a couple of opinion pieces that said... Margot Robbie only got paid $12.5 million. And she also said, like, you know, it's not as much as some of the men get for some of their films. And I'm like, okay, let's bring it back. I'm not going to lie. If I got $12.5 million. I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is, um, like, again, 0.0000 for the, for the amount of work she's doing. Like, it's only like a three-month or four-month shoot. Mm-hmm. So realistically what you would do is is double or triple or quadruple yeah. that salary so you look at a more like 24 mm-hmm. 36 48 million dollars a year technically mm-hmm. but even if you say you made 12.5 million dollars a year paid half in taxes to six million bucks pretty good that's yeah, good money doing pretty good that's good money that is yeah. still Top top percent of considering people. if you earn like over ninety thousand dollars, you're in like in the top one percent of the world. It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> right? In the whole world, right? And even in America, like if you're earning over a hundred thousand, you're still in the top, yeah, you know, five percent of the country. You know what I mean? Okay, but people have been complaining that's not enough money, right? And I'm like, how out of touch do you have to be as a celebrity or anyone in that realm to go that twelve million bucks isn't a lot of money? So here's one, another one for you. This star from Euphoria, so the show Euphoria, mm-hmm. star Sydney Sweeney says she does not earn enough from her acting to survive. And I'm like, wow, that is a big fucking call because I'm I'm on a good, I'm on a, I'm not on a bad wicket here, not on a great wicket, but I'm earning enough to sort of own a house and support a wife and a kid and yeah you're doing you're doing okay so let's have a look how much do you think that uh she earns for being on this on this show don't even know what the show is but uh well it's this thing called uh what is it here i'm gonna say a couple of hundred thousand yeah i think she worked out to be like a million dollars or two million dollars for this this show or something like that uh, what, so she's an award-winning uh, Netflix show. I think it was like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "If uh, she goes, okay, yeah, but 5% goes to my lawyer, 10% go to my agent, 3% or something like that to my business manager, pay for a publicist, and, there's, and, and all of that is more than my mortgage. I'm like, well, okay. That means you've got bad financial management skills. Why, why do they pay 5% to a lawyer? The contracts. Okay, so all right, so the lawyer is needed. All right, ten percent to your agents. Well, you know, otherwise, how do you get work? That's how it works. And three percent to your business manager. Yeah, well, you need all these people. Do you really need a business manager? Well, technically, your business manager should also be helping with your finances. And I would have thought your, I don't know, contracts and agent. I anyway, you know, doesn't matter. That's it. Uh, but what is she really complaining about here? Uh huh. If I wanted to take a six-month break, I don't have the income to cover that. I don't have someone supporting me. I don't have anyone I can turn to to pay my bills and help the call. They don't pay actors like they used to. And with streamers, you no longer get residuals. So what she wants is to be able to take a six-month break. 
and mm-hmm. be okay. Now, I did read that, didn't I? A six. If I wanted to take a six-month break. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I mean, I work in government, so I'm on a year break all year yeah, round. All year round. Right, right? Yeah. yeah. Me too. That's why we can do this show. It's as funny as this. But in the same sense, imagine going, oh, me, a female actress on an award-winning show where I read lines and hope for the best. And make a million dollars. And make a million dollars. And like, I've got to pay my mortgage and my bills. Me, I can't take six months off work <laughs> if I wanted to. I'm going to put, put, put something past you, doll. Some people can't take a day off work, mm-hmm. <laughs> let alone six, like, 182 days. <laughs> you know? Uh, if I were you, uh, for those, if you've got six, if you've got six months of work coming up, I would just be like, it's pretty, I'm not going to say acting is easy, but I'm going to say it's a lot easier than plumbing. Mm. <laughs> It's a lot easier than an oil rig. Hell, it's probably a lot easier than doing government policy or teaching a class. Uh-huh. I'm going to say maybe, how about for three more months, you find some more work. <laughs> she could always be an Uber driver. She could always be an Uber driver. You can yep. make $100 an hour, apparently, as an Uber driver. Really? Oh, they're par- that's what they've been selling. I'm like, you can earn like $40 an hour. It's like, you know what the big thing is right now? Uh, cleaners, people yeah. going down, people that's like private cleaners, all that sort of stuff. Apparently, some people can charge a hundred, hundred fifty bucks an hour, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, even if you take away your expenses, it's good money. Maybe she could do that to pay for those uh, six months off in the future, or like, invest, or you know what, your business manager pay buy and have an accountant. Maybe you you bought a mortgage. A house that's too expensive for you and you really didn't think that one through maybe she needs the services of the we only do one po- one take podcast we'll charge eight percent eight percent that's yeah. right that's right you know uh break away, it's difficult to manage your expenses without regular income yeah like hey that, that but you that, you that's the industry that you signed up for uh amazing the fact that they just go i think a lot of people would have difficulty covering their expenses without regular income for six months <laughs> For six months, like you know, if you go, oh, I'm definitely going to work for six months and then not work, you probably go, okay, well, I'll just pretend that million dollars I make or mm-hmm. half a million dollars I make is my yearly income, not my six, my oh. you know, six months ago. Here's an article. Just read, just read the headline. These are intended to help Pornhub and its parent company monetize child porn. Judge finds in allowing case to move forward. Are you ready for this? Okay. So. They just visa. Did I just read that correctly? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, a setback for uh for visa as a case the payment processor is liable for the distribution of child pornography on Pornhub and other sites uh operated by the parent company MindGeek. A federal judge has ruled. So that's going to be a really interesting thing coming up. Now, do you want to quickly talk about tax? Sure. How good is Trump as a businessman? I um. What did he do this time? Have a look. Ivana Trump is buried at Donald Trump's New Jersey golf club. Could that mean a tax break for the former president? <laughs> what a fucking legend. So apparently he's, when his wife passed away, he's going to bury him at the golf course. Yeah. And because of that, there's a burial on site. There's some tax breaks he could get. 
That was amazing. Uh, if I if I said to my dad, "Hey, dad, when you die, I'm going to bury you in my backyard." Why? Oh, because then I don't have to pay land tax. He'd be like, "Fucking do it." <laughs> <laughs> you get half of me, half half in my brother's backyard. We will never pay land tax again. <laughs> He'd be like, bury me, put me there, put me in there, you know. Because my dad was a bit cremated, but if I could save, uh, save you on land, land tax. tax. Well, that's a bit of a different story. So that's really great. And how's this, right? Uh, thanks, Forbes. The so there was a big uh, lotto mm-hmm. of one point two, one point two, one point two eight billion dollars. The winner of the $1.28 billion lottery gets $443.7 million after tax. So, I don't know how, you, how much you know about that. There's the- a lot of fucking tax. <laughs> That's a 66% tax. So, I don't know how you, what you know about the lottery in America. Uh-huh. But the like lottery in Australia is like... Not going to complain. $433 million is still... 66% I mean, that person, tax. that person might be able to take six months off. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if they're lucky. If they manage their things right. You know? Um, but, so, the lottery in America, uh, the lotto is run by the government. Whereas here, it's a private company mm-hmm. that gets a license from the government. Very different. Right. So, what the government does, like, we run the lottery. Mm-hmm. So, and then a percentage of the sales of stuff goes to schools. So, remember in that episode of The yeah. Simpsons when, like, they do the big lotto thing and then yeah. Kent Brockman wins. Right. And then they're like, and now we're going to show you what the school's got. And then Skinner's like, one eraser. That's the joke. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Never understood that. Never understood it until until I found out about the lottery. And Jess was the same when I told her. She goes, oh my God, that's way funnier now. Because it was like, yeah, $300 million, which was a lot of money back in the mid-90s. Mm. So, so let's think about this logically. It's $1.28 billion. This guy wins it. Has to pay 66% of it back to the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really, the government... Paid itself $800 million. <laughs> what? They're scamming the scam. <laughs> I'm assuming enough people have bought tickets that there was $1.28 billion. Well, you have to pay. You have to have enough money yeah. in, the, in the pool, in the yeah. jackpot. You can't just be like, oh, he's an IOU. <laughs> Wow, that is just... So the government went, yeah, we're going to run a lot of it's 1.28. And it's like, yeah, I won. It's like, great. And we take 66% of it. I just really don't like that. <laughs> Which makes it even worse because people buying the ticket already pay into the system by paying tax on the ticket. So they're double dipping. Wow. How great... There you go. So what you should do is you should bury your wife in your golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Turch. Yes. Talking of being buried. This grandma's dying wish was a giant dick on her grave. Oh, what a legend. The grave of a 99-year-old, Caterina Odorina Perez. Beautiful. Is now topped with a huge penis and testicles weighing nearly 600 pounds. 600 pounds? There are women that are that fat. (laughs) (laughs) They're super fat. 
Um, she had one final wish, a giant statue of a dick on top of her grave. Her family unveiled the completed monument, a five and a half foot tall cock and balls. Amazing. Mounted on a tomb at a cemetery in Mexico this past weekend as recognition of her love and joy for life. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. Amazing. I love her. She's great. I know what I want on my tomb now. Uh-huh. <laughs> a big old cock and balls. <laughs> How great is that? Oh, you know what? I was at my grandparents' There house. it is. That's awesome. That is so great. That is so great. It's <laughs> so big. Um, Did you imagine going to the cemetery yeah. and like you're right next to the giant the dick, dick and balls? <laughs> You can't really do anything because it was a rather, dying. It was a dying wish. What would you rather be next to the giant dick and balls or the fat woman that takes up two spots? Uh, giant dick and balls, oh, please. Yeah. I was at my grandparents' house making the salami again two yeah. weeks ago, and was the moon right? The moon was right for that one. Okay, moon, cool. you know, and they're talking to their friend who's helping, and then suddenly they're talking about. I'm going. Wait a minute. Are you guys talking about funeral plots? And Nondor was complaining that they spent so much money uh-huh. and uh, they don't... So if you buy a funeral plot here, yeah, like a plot of land, and you don't want it anymore, you, you can't sell it for profit. Uh-huh. You sell it back to them at cost. Yeah. So whatever, you, know, you just pay 10, 20 grand on it. Yeah. You sell it back to them at 20 and then they can increase the price and sell it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is wrong. Because I want to, yeah. It's to stop people making buying and making a, a profit. Yeah, except for the companies. Yeah. <laughs> we should get it. We, we should get into the grave business, church. That's really what. I'm not digging. <laughs> anyway, so they, my grandparents are talking about oh, this plot, this and that. And I'm like, I hadn't told them that we we're having a baby yet. Yeah. So we're making salami. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on, Nonna, you got a good 20, 20 years into you. You're fine. She's not even eighty yet. And she's like, oh, I don't know, but not good. I'm like, what are you talking? It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You got the telephone. <laughs> ah, old people. They're just like, ah, I'm going to die. Great, great time. Coming soon. <laughs> uh, at least be alive for that. The great grandchild will, will, I think, give them, you know, more spirit. Yeah, let's hope. Well, I said, I was telling you before. We're telling my nonna and nonna, like, we're having a baby. And nonna's very happy. Nonna's very happy. And I go, yeah, it's a little boy. And my nonna does, like, a little fist pump. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this going on here? Yeah, oh. He's just proud it's a it's a boy. It's funny. My, my, I call my mum and she had COVID when we told her. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, when your dad comes home, I'll tell him. And dad comes Did home. Your mom, I thought your mum would have been a crier. Nah, nah. Maybe if I did it in person. Oh, okay. But she cried when we told her that it's a baby. Yeah. Uh, then my dad called and went, yes, I'm going to put him on the back of the motorbike. <laughs> Little goggles. <laughs> I go, God damn it. Jess is like already face. You can just feel my mom and my Jess just face palming into the, you know, I'm like, oh. I feel like if your dad had a tractor, you know, like. Oh, you know what? I said to, uh, I was, we're walking the dog. I go to Jess, my dad's going to buy a sidecar now. My dad's always said he's going to buy a sidecar for the dog. Yeah. But now he's going to buy a sidecar for this baby. And uh-huh. like he's going to come home and go, I spent 50 grand on this sidecar. What for? For the for my little uh, grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take him places. <laughs> and my mom's going to be angry. I'll be fine. Whatever. Just take him in the car. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. 
Little goggles. Uh, <laughs> I think your child is going to be in safe hands with your father. Oh, yeah. I, I have no doubt in my mind, like, my dad's going to be the biggest non-law you've ever fucking seen. Yeah. It's going to give him a reason to retire. That's it. You know? uh, it is. It, it is. is. He's going to be like, ah, oh, fuck work. I'll just <laughs> hold on to this kid. I get to uh, I get to have the kid during the day and uh, hand it back. Hand it back. Mm. Take it up to the beach. Hand it back. He's going to have a great time. Kieran, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm out as well. That's it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, for all your wanky needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Spotify. Give us a review on Spotify. We need some more five-star reviews. Give us some of those. And if you've got any death threats and rants, hate mail, whatever you want to email us. And we only do one take podcast. Parenting advice. Parenting advice. Parenting advice. Absolutely. That's 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 a different email address. I'll set one up. Uh, and we only do we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so good to have you in the studio. Woo! And we'll see you next Thursday. talk about insurance companies no next week i'll forget by then what was what was wrong with insurance companies private health insurance uh, i go there it's like oh okay we go to a private hospital for the baby yeah okay let's put it on the private health insurance oh no we won't cover all that what's the point of having private health insurance then what's the pain out of pocket save myself a grand a, a year mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs>